0: You know those teen movies that are almost always based around a high school? Of course you do. There's literally a million of them. The school is the central figure, the main character in the movie, and school pride is at an all-time high. One of my faves, of course, being a trilogy with the word high school right in the title. No judgment. There's the football players and the cheerleading squad and the debate team, and everybody's in it one for all and all for their school, and it's showcased as the best years of your life. Okay, so I didn't have that experience, but I did go to a school that was home to kids from several different small towns, has been there for over 50 years, and definitely formed a lot of who I am today. As sometimes happens in small towns, businesses and hospitals and schools can't be sustained and they have to board up and shut down. It never once occurred to me that this could ever happen to my alma mater. But this year, in June 2021, our beloved GBSS will be closing its doors forever. I'm Jenny B, and this is it, actually.
1: This is it, actually. Take a sip and grab a seat, because this is it.
0: The high school I went to was called GBSS, Georgian Bay Secondary School. I think I started planning my outfit for the first day of grade 9 a couple of days after grade 8 had ended. I was definitely still riding the high of graduation and the nine years I'd been in elementary school, but I was pretty excited about what was coming up, and I think at that point we're all crazy scared of change, but we're so ready for it. Being the youngest of five, I had four siblings that went through both schools before me, and I was really lucky because they paved a pretty darn good path. In fact, they probably paved too good of a path because they were all sporty and super involved in clubs and pumped on school spirit, and the bar was set kind of high. I sometimes wonder what my experience would have been like if we'd gone to school together. I hear stories from my sister about what it was like to be in school with our brothers, and I think it was probably both awesome and torturous all at the same time. My one brother did return to high school as a teacher when I was in grade 10, and he dated and ultimately got engaged to my gym teacher. And yeah, it was awesome and torturous, so same but different. I don't think my girlfriends and I talked about anything other than high school the whole summer before we got there. I had three main thoughts in my head. One, where would I eat lunch, and who would I eat it with? We had to pre-plan this, and I suspect that's because I got spooked by all those lonely cafeteria scenes in the movies. Two, the boys of neighboring towns. Many years before I got there, our school district decided to amalgamate a few towns, so this meant we'd be going to school with a whole new crop of kids. This was huge. Crushes of grades 7 and 8 were being kicked to the curb before we'd even laid eyes on the boys getting off the buses from Thornberry. And three, who was I going to be? Because let's face it, this was a time for total reinvention. Well, I'd like to go back and reinvent the reinvention because I did a kind of crap job of figuring it out the first time around. I had super short hair and I used to cake on black eyeliner, but not in a cool smoky eye way, more in a just slap it on and try to distract people's eyes from my nose kind of (laughs) way. And I used to mix blue and purple eyeshadow with Vaseline and use it as lip gloss. Like why? Just walking around with black eyes and blue lips cool move, Besworth. And that first day of school outfit that I so painstakingly spent time contemplating, it was definitely a neon color kind of mashup, an oversized tee with leggings and high tops, not so bad. But the one thing I did get right was my moxie, because I always wore everything with a sense of this is what I chose and this is what I like, and it may not be Benetton or Lacoste, but I'm owning it. Our teachers went on strike a few weeks after I started grade 9. I was kind of bummed. I mean, we had just got there. But I was also so happy to miss being initiated. That seemed like the worst kind of horror imaginable. My siblings had to dress like babies and had eggs and other things thrown at them. They had to perform weird tasks in front of the whole school, and I was just fine skipping that high school ritual. I met a bunch of new girlfriends, three that I still consider besties, in the most fun and totally high school kind of way. I met one girlfriend in the bathroom when she boldly asked me for information on a cute boy that I was friends with. I met one doing snow angels at the first winter bush party of the year, and I met another in class. It was one of those simple meetings where it just felt really nice and kind of like home, and I just knew we were going to be friends. We ended up being in a ton of classes together. We played junior volleyball until I got booted, and she was the person to convince me to go on the grade 10 downhill ski trip, even though I'd never downhill skied a day in my life. I had the same locker neighbor for all five years. Our teachers designated them by last name alphabetically, so it was me and Carson Arthur to the end. We actually still joke about our locker meetups to this day. Having only five minutes to grab books and change classes meant you had to really consolidate your gossip and any inside scoop you had on upcoming quizzes. There's an actual buzz in the hallway of high school. Just moving from one class to another was a thing. Like, who would you see? Who was going to be in your class? What teacher would tell you to stop procrastinating and move along? The halls were so full of life and people, and honestly, it was probably less about the actual schoolwork and so much more about the teenage interactions. It's a wonder we could concentrate at all. I was not a troublemaker. I was a rules follower, still am, but I did get into a lot of trouble. Want to take a guess what for? Yeah, it was for talking. (laughs) I was scolded. I was moved. I got sent to the hallway. I was forced to switch seatmates and class partners, and I was once issued a dare of silence for the whole period, and I think my teacher put something really good on the line, and I still didn't make it. I very clearly remember some of my favorite teachers. Miss Williams, our gym teacher, she was just so friggin' cool. She was no-nonsense, she took zero guff, but she was also fun and just one of those teachers that you had no choice but to respect. She did cool things like teach us line dancing, how to play pool, and my favorite, lawn bowling. There was Miss Kay, our French teacher. She was small in stature, but giant in personality. She was kind of famous for throwing chalk at kids that weren't paying attention, but she was funny and compassionate and someone we could talk to. She was the supervising teacher on that downhill ski trip and she may have rivaled me in my skiing skills. I ended up on the roof of a building and she veered into the trees having to be carried out by the cute ski patrol boys, but I mostly remember being able to talk to her about actual problems and just general teen stuff and that's the bonus of an awesome teacher. Our vice principal was there for my whole five years. He was a mainstay at the school. He was kind of scary and a little bit gruff, but that was all on the exterior. Getting him to laugh was literally the best, because it was all soft and gooey on the inside. He loved his students. He was a gentleman. My brother just told me recently that Mr. Hammond was the one to give him a chance teaching at the school, and it changed the course of his life. And then there was Muddy Waters. His name was Ken Waters, but that was the nickname the students gave him, and he loved it. He was that principal, the one that showed up in classrooms and would dance with kids in the foyer if there was music playing. He was just always there, and he was cool, you know what I mean? I remember when he told the school he was leaving. There were actual tears, like kids sobbing at the thought of his departure. Talk about leaving a mark. We had OACs, Ontario Academic Credits. You needed six to get to university. I remember going from full-term classes to semesters, and then I think back again. I can't say which schedule worked best. I got a 98% in typing. Typing on a typewriter. I loved that class. I remember one year on the day of the 12-minute run, it was pouring, and I had this short, spiky hair that only stayed in place because of a can of hairspray. And I figured we wouldn't be doing the run, but Mr. McClenahan was like, oh, no, we're doing it. Is there a reason you can't run in some rain? Being me, I told him my hair dilemma. And for a second, he looked kind of empathetic. And I thought the truth would set me free. And then he started laughing and put his arm around me and said, I believe in you and your hair, Miss Besworth. See you out there. Our school dances were held in the gym, so we'd leave on a Friday afternoon and come back a few hours later, and even though it was the same place, it felt totally different. We'd walk in the front doors and turn to the right and through the set of double doors leading to the auditorium. It was all dark and decorated, and you'd frantically search for groups of friends or groups of boys just to get a handle on where everyone was, but try to look cool the whole time your eyes are darting every which way. Waiting to be asked to dance was the best and the worst. Full of anticipation, sometimes a win, sometimes disappointment, but oh man, I kind of want to just go back for one song so I could ask that one boy to dance one time, because who cares? Sure, he was the boy of my dreams for the whole of my high school experience, but what's the worst thing that could have happened? We were in the gym where people played basketball and it was dark, and honestly, what's the big deal? Oh, perspective. Our school had around 700 kids in it, and small-town life sort of sets you up for at least being aware of who everybody is. I didn't run with the sporty or popular crowd, and I didn't hang out in the smoking section, but I tried really hard to exist somewhere in between. I'm sure I wasn't always kind, but I hope I mostly left a good impression. It was only five years, now it's four, but geez, those years are big, aren't they? I was a prefect and the football team's water and equipment girl. I know, super cool. I still have my letterman jacket from that little stint, and it actually says football manager on the arm. Props to Mr. McClenahan for coming up with a fancy title for me. One of the last times I was in the school was back in 2009. One of our former teachers organized a 40-year high school reunion, and it was a huge undertaking, years in motion, and it was going to be pretty epic. My whole family planned on going, we all went to GBSS, my mom included, and my girlfriends and I all had plans to make a week of it, and then I got pregnant. I showed up with a giant belly and swollen ankles in big flowy dresses and hair sticking to the back of my neck. Not really my dream vision of how I wanted to emerge from high school nerdiness, but I'm glad I had the chance to go back one more time. I have all five of my yearbooks, and my daughters love looking through them. They ask to see specific faces for names they've heard over the years, and they laugh at the hairstyles and the outfits, and they read all the comments that people wrote to me. Some are sweet, some are stupid, and some are downright inappropriate. The grad write-ups make zero sense. Like, I have no idea what they mean now. It's all written in code, and we thought we were so smart and we'd remember forever, but that's the thing about time and places and buildings and faces. Sometimes they fade. We move on, and we don't hold on to everything. We didn't have to worry about school shootings. I never learned to get under my desk and be completely quiet during a lockdown drill. No one was dissecting what we looked like or where we came from online. We had bullies, for sure, but it was to your face, not behind a screen. We walked the halls freely and played in air bands and skipped assemblies and ate fries with gravy and stalked cute boys and girls and laughed with our friends and went to the games and sat on the bleachers and in the halls and in the calf. We ruled the school in our own individual ways. The last words on the last page of my grade 10 yearbook say it all. We'll be leaving the familiar to enter the unfamiliar as a new hill appears before us, a new challenge again, new goals to reach towards, Climb.
1: So here's the thing. I could talk about high school for hours and full disclosure, I have talked about high school for hours with Jenny B because there is so much to unpack, but I don't think I fully appreciated the impact of those years or how impactful they were until my oldest child started grade nine this year. And as we were preparing him for September, I was transported back to those first few days and weeks of my grade nine experience at Georgian Bay and the trepidation and anxiety and excitement and possibility that was associated with that time. There are a lot of great memories associated with Georgian Bay for me. Most of them, I think, are social playing sports, being on sports teams, hanging out in the student council room, participating in assemblies, being part of air band, the dances, getting ready for the dances, playing euchre in the lobby. But I think on reflection as an adult and now as a parent, what really stands out for me are some of the teachers and coaches who were really kind and supportive and committed and dedicated. And it really made a huge difference in my life and I believe in the lives of other students they worked with and taught and I don't think it can be undervalued or underrated. The other thing I would note that was just hugely significant for me or is a I don't know if it's a memory but something I took away certainly from my time at Georgian Bay are the friendships and the relationships that I developed while I was there and the fact that those relationships and friendships are still such a huge and important part of my life today. Really says a lot. And, you know, Jenny B is my ride or die. And I can't imagine my life without her being part of it. And it was thanks to our time at high school together that really forged that bond. And it is irreplaceable. So thank you, George and Bay.
2: I arrived at Georgian Bay Secondary School as a grade 12 student in the 86, 1987 school year. I had been living in Europe for the last three years and was lucky enough to be going to a swank international school there. And my family moved to a little town called Meaford, Ontario. And as a, a near adult, I had the privilege of uh, being the new kid in a school. Now, back in the day, there was this foyer where everybody hung out before the bell rang. It was just a meeting greeting place and all the cool kids were there and all the different kind of styles of folks, chilling out and, and just seeing who was coming in the door. And this was the first day of school. And oh, if I didn't have to hold my breath and uh, be the new kid on the block. I thought I would do my best to uh, hold my own by uh, wearing a pair of white and blue vertically striped balloon parachute pants and a pink t-shirt from uh this place in corfu greece and that was gonna be my subtle way of doing my entry and i held my breath and walked through the first set of glass doors and the second one and i swear i felt 200 sets of eyes follow me across the hallway and up the stairs i snuck into the guidance counseling office And I could just sort of hear this communal, who's fat? You know what? I was scared to death, but uh, everybody took me in pretty quick and it turned out to be uh, the best two years of my life.
3: When I think about Georgian Bay Secondary School, the word that comes to my mind first is nostalgia. For me, it's nostalgic for many reasons. 35 years later, obviously. But it was nostalgic even then when I was in high school because every time I walked in those main doors or through that main entrance area, of course, on my way to the cafeteria for fries and gravy or on my way to the gym for one of my many sports practices, I would stop for a second to look in the trophy cabinet to see my mom's name, Mary Gay Cook, on the plaque for Head Girl from many years before. That always was so special for me to think what it would have been like looked like and felt like for her, and many of the other parents of my friends that I went to school with. You see, when you come from a small town or small towns surrounding our school, everyone knew everyone, and chances are our parents went to school there. So it was pretty neat to see names that we knew in the trophy case. And I realized it probably wasn't much different for my mom than it was for both my brother and I, who also got to share that same honor years later of head girl and head boy. I think now it's probably called co-presidents. But some of my best memories have come from GBSS, sports road trips, playing euchre in the lobby, our epic school dances, course grade 13, the smoke pit, woodworking class, band and orchestra, home ec. sorry, math and biology don't quite cut the, the top 10 list, but of course, and all the mischief that we would get into, but it was safe challenging fun busy everyone knew each other and we looked after each other life sure got a lot harder after that
2: having dad as the vice principal was kind of a mixed bag on the one hand there's always somebody to go to if you needed lunch money and the car was always around but uh you didn't really have a lot of good excuses if you got caught skipping you couldn't really say that you had a dentist appointment or something because you go home and check the calendar weirdest way we got caught one time we borrowed dad's car to go down to the pool hall so uh we get in there, we play pool, we came back, and Dad always had the same parking spot. And everybody knew which parking spot was his, so nobody took it, except this time when he got back, one of the teachers had parked in Dad's spot. So when he came out at the end of the day, he noticed the car was missing and went back in and checked attendance, and the teacher hadn't reported that I had skipped class, but he realized I wasn't there. So that's how I got my first, I think, only detention when I was in high school.
4: My high school was located in the small town of Meaford, It was called Georgian Bay Secondary School, and we were the mighty Vikings. My earliest memory of high school, and most vivid, was grade 9 initiation. Having a brother in grade 11 and a sister in grade 13, I couldn't escape it. Getting off the bus, walking to our lockers, going to homeroom, the halls were lined with pretty much every kid in the school, and of course the grade 13s were yelling and telling us what they were going to do to us during the entire day. It was frightening. As we moved up in grades in 10, 11, and 12, uh, that brought more freedom and clout within the school. We could now start to hang out in the front foyer and sit up on top of the carpeted seating area. Then came grade 13 and the grade 13 room. It wasn't really much of a room though. It was more of an alcove that was in the upper hallway. It looked out into the grassy quad that was in the middle of the school. Not much to look at, but that was our room. That was pretty cool. I was lucky enough to be a member of many sports teams during my years at high school. I learned so many important life lessons during this time, and many of those lessons I still actually use to this day as a teacher and a coach. I had a ton of great teachers at GBSS. You don't always remember what you learned, but you remember who taught it to you. I loved my grade 9 typing teacher, Mrs. Almond. Very patient, just an amazing person. We had Mr. McLennigan and Mr. McCauley in phys ed. During the last couple of years in high school, we got two new teachers fresh out of Teachers College. They were fantastic, young, and yes, they were attractive. So, Miss Goodall, Miss P., I believe Mrs. Bowley now, uh, thank you. Now, there was one teacher that I had, as I was thinking about this, I kept circling back to him. And he probably had the greatest impact on my life in high school, and I don't think he knew it. I took his class starting in grade nine, and I continued to take it every single year. Now the class that I'm talking about is music, and the teacher was Charlie Strymus. He was passionate, he was energetic, he was talented, he was funny, and he was also scary. He expected and demanded our best, and he would call us out on our BS. Yet he would take the time to help us and let us practice in one of the practice rooms if we needed to. Anyway, as my skills improved, and my ability progressed, Uh, and by the way, I wasn't that great. The music program began to be one of the centers of my life, along with sports. Chaz was fiercely loyal to his students. Of course, we played and practiced, took theory, and did all that stuff that you do in class. However, music offered us uh, a little bit more. I remember one time Chaz needed us to decorate for a Christmas concert that we were holding at school. So he came up to me, and he gave me his car keys and some pruners and said, I need you to go out to the forest and get some cedar boughs. That's it. (laughs) That was so surreal and so cool. That would never ever happen today. Having practices early in the morning sometimes and even late at night uh, in a deserted high school kind of gave you that breakfast club type feel. We were also lucky enough to go on some overnight trips that uh, Chaz and Mr. Clark, who was his right-hand man, and I think a bit of a partner in crime, uh, they took us to Toronto, where we went to the Royal Symphony, we went to Boston, where we toured their city, and the best trip of all that I was able to take part in was one that took us to Corpus Christi, Texas, and this was a fantastic trip. Chaz was a great planner, as the South Coast Band Festival was on the second night we were there, meaning that we had the rest of the week as... <clears throat> free time. Thanks, Chaz. <laughs> uh, anyway, I feel that I'm only scratching the surface of all my years at GBSS. I miss the friends that I made. Where else would you have friends named Slinky, Matwicks, Puddle, Toaf Jake, Squeaky, Pooh Bear, Gator, and Zimmer. I've even taken my kids there and showed them the track, the gym, the front foyer through the windows. I definitely miss my time there, and I know GBSS will always be a special place for me.
5: Day one. Tuesday, September 2nd, 1975. Jane Pretty and I met early that morning to walk together for the first time towards GBSS as we were starting Grade 9. We were both feeling somewhat excited and flustered as we rounded the corner from St. Vincent to Eliza and approached the entrance to join up with both new and familiar faces. This enormous building in front of us Georgian Bay Secondary School was a new beginning and would become our place of learning and socializing for the next five years. Having attended the small and intimate Meaford Elementary School from kindergarten to grade 8, arriving at high school was a significant and monumental adjustment. I can still recall the two of us walking through the main doors that morning with the crowd of teenagers and being shuffled directly into the gym with the rest of our grade 9 classmates. My older brother Jerry, doing a second year of grade 13, and his friends were positioned at the planters up the stairs as we entered, and he very loudly announced to all that his sister had arrived. I was instantly mortified. It's interesting now to think back to those initial first days, receiving our timetable and homeroom, and trying to figure out where our classrooms were and who our teachers would be, and how to get from one part of this huge school to the other in less than 10 minutes. Many friendships were made, hearts were broken, games were played, concerts were performed, track and field meets were completed, the 12-minute mile was endured, and somewhere along the way an education was obtained. Each school day, GBSS came alive with the students, teachers, administration, cafeteria, and caretaking staff, and our school was always kept in pristine condition. Remembering the take-for-granted real Canadian art on the walls outside the office, the unique sculpture hanging in the foyer, and of course our one-of-a-kind Vikings mural proudly on display. For me, however, the majestic gymnasium captured many endearing and cherished moments, starting that very first morning with all of us nervous grade nines, to the Assembly for Initiation Day, to monthly Friday night dances, to sock hops, Christmas skits, spring concerts, gymnastic meets, basketball games, intramurals, the infamous health hustle, election speeches, to the very last event held in May of each school year, the prom. And at the end of it all, it was in this splendid gym that we would gather for commencement, the November after grade 12 or 13, for our final goodbye, which concluded our moment in time with our beloved school. And now, here I am, four decades later, where the years have flown by in what feels like record speed. I can still be transported back in an instant to the memories and faces and events of a time well spent in my youth, within the hallowed halls where over 50 years of school days were lived and shared and memories were made. GBSS, it was a great run.
4: This is a tip, actually.
0: High school is not great for everyone. In fact, it's probably safe to say that it's some of the most hard years some people will ever have to navigate. There's so much going on, bodies and brains changing right in front of us. Class systems, hierarchies, racism, sexism, unintentional popularity contests, crushes, and being crushed. It's amazing we make it out as unscarred as some of us do. So this is less of a tip and more of a hope. That no matter what happened to you in high school, then or now, how it treated you or how well you did, whatever that means, I really hope you felt shaped by the experience and from every little thing, we must grow. This episode may have been a little inside for all former Vikings, but I'm hoping it stirred up some nice nostalgic feelings for everyone and was maybe a little reminder of what it meant to be in a place where you simultaneously felt like you belonged and like you were completely lost a place where everybody knew your name and it was scary and safe all at the same time. Today's stories were from Lucy, my ride-or-die since grade 9, Heather, overall athlete of the year and just the nicest human, Drew, the boy who showed up late and still managed to take the school by storm, Derek, star football player and the son of the best vice principal to ever roam the halls of a school. My sister Cheryl, her impeccable reputation set me up for success, and she is my forever fact checker. And last, but certainly not least, Rusty Winters, my first and biggest crush, and duh, the cutest boy in school. Thank you all for your awesome stories about our unforgettable high school. GBSS, your colors were green and yellow, but you will always be gold to me. Thanks for the memories.
1: This is it. Actually, take a sip and grab a seat, cause this is it.